The Lord be with you. And your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory be to you, Lord. While the people pressed upon Jesus to hear the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret. And he saw two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, which was Simon's, he asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people from the boat. And when he had ceased speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing, but at your word I will let down the nets. And when he had done this, they enclosed a great shoal of fish. And as their nets were breaking, they beckoned to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him, at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. Henceforth you will be catching men. And when they brought their boats to land, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Three very, very powerful readings today from the prophet Isaiah, from St. Paul, and then from the Gospel. And what we begin to see as we read through them is a certain uh, pattern, if you will, of an encounter with the divine, an encounter with God, then and immediately what kind of follows on from an authentic encounter with God is the knowledge of personal sinfulness and personal unworthiness. And then what follows from that knowledge of personal unworthiness and sinfulness is God then stepping in after that acknowledgement and equipping the person who has acknowledged their sinfulness with all of the graces necessary to accomplish the tasks that God desires for them. And so in the beginning, we see the prophet Isaiah. He has this vision, this experience where he sees beautifully. He has this beautiful encounter with God, and he is immediately struck with his own sinfulness and his unworthiness, showing the authenticity of this vision of God. It is to see perfection. And so what happens is that that can break us out of our own level of judgment. Very often, the way in which we assess our sanctity and our holiness is by a measuring ourselves according to the culture or a measuring ourselves according to a very low bar. I remember meeting someone once, and they said, Father, I'm a good person. I don't murder and I don't steal. And I thought, well, that's a very low bar for being a good person. You don't murder and you don't steal. Well, no, the measure for being a good person is Christ himself. The measure for sanctity is God. 
And so when we are exposed in any authentic way to God himself and his truth and his majesty and his holiness, that should strike us. It's, uh, the difference between us should strike us and we should be ever more aware of our misery, of our sinfulness. And that is an authentic step towards God, even though it feels like we might be falling away from him. It's something that is written about in the experiences of the saints. It's something that is continuous in any authentic progress, if you will, in the spiritual life. It's written about, uh, St. Faustina writes about this type of encounter with God, where she becomes more and more aware of her own sinfulness, but she also then becomes more and more aware of God's mercy and love. And so it is mercy and love that is able to reach down into this sinfulness and this, and this uh, nothingness and elevate the person who acknowledges their sinfulness to a very beautiful state and to equip them for the mission that the Lord desires for them. And so what happens is immediately after Isaiah acknowledges his sinfulness, then what happens is he sees an angel who takes a coal from the altar, a burning ember, burning flaming ember from the altar and it touches it to his mouth. And after that he is sanctified in a way that he can then go and he can proclaim the mission that God sends him to do. And he actually then puts himself forward for that mission. Here I am, send me. He's acknowledged his sinfulness, but he has also experienced the beautiful work of God in him to prepare him for this mission. And then he goes forth confident in that. We see the same pattern then when we look at St. Paul in the second reading as he describes once again his story of conversion that he had that encounter with Christ. And he was literally struck down, struck down in his misery, struck down in his sinfulness, which he openly admits. I persecuted the church of God. That's the level that he had sunk to. And yet, in God's mercy, in this one who acknowledged his sinfulness, the Lord raises him up to be a great apostle, an apostle to the Gentiles, which he willingly then goes to proclaim this good news. And then what we see in the gospel today is this same process at work in the person of Peter. And so Peter has been working all night and they've been laboring, fishing, and they've caught nothing. And so they are on the shore again and the Lord comes with this crowd following him and the Lord gets into his boat. And so he steps into this boat with Jesus and they put off a little bit from the shore and then the Lord preaches the Lord teaches all of those who are on the shore, and Peter is listening. He's absorbing everything that comes from Christ, all of the wisdom, all of the teaching, all of the truth. And he is so struck by this beautiful word that is coming forth from Jesus, the power of his words. And so then, because he is struck by the power of these words of God, who is now speaking in his own boat, when the Lord says, put out again into the deep, and put down your nets for a catch. He puts aside all of his human knowledge. He is a fisherman. They've been fishing at the best time. At this time is not a good time to go fishing. But he has heard these powerful words from Christ and he is beginning to suspect even more and more that there is something greater than just this appearance of a man in his midst. And so he says, we have done all, toiled all night and took nothing, but at your word, at the word which I have come to now respect, at the word which has struck me with amazement, at your word, I will let down the nets. And so he goes and he puts out into the deep 
and they take this huge catch of fish. And so he has been struck by the wisdom of Christ, but now he is struck by the power which begins to show forth from the Lord. And as we've seen with any authentic encounter with God, he is immediately struck with his own sinfulness. Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. And he is astonished, astonished. That word astonished, sometimes we use it too often and it loses its meaning. To be astonished, completely overwhelmed at something that we have experienced. Peter is astonished at Christ. And he acknowledges his sinfulness. Depart from me. I'm not worthy of your presence to be close to my presence. But the Lord shows that it is for sinners that he has come. It is for this purpose that he has come, to take those who have sunk into the depths of sin and to raise them up. There's a beautiful line from scripture which says, deep calls to deep. And what some of the spiritual doctors in their interpretation of that line from scripture say it means is exactly what we've seen today. The depth of our misery and sinfulness calls to the depth of God's mercy and love. Deep calls to deep. But also the depths of Christ's mercy and love calls to the depths of sinful humanity. It is a call that goes from both sides. And so the Lord comes to the depths of our nothingness, but he desires to fill that nothingness with his grace and his mercy and to draw us close to himself and not simply to make us feel comfortable in his presence, but also then to equip us for whatever it is that he desires to do and to work through us. And so what we see as what the Lord has done with the prophet Isaiah, with Paul, he now does with Peter. He restores him and he says, do not be afraid. Henceforth, you will be catching men. And from this moment, even though Peter might stumble at different points, he goes forward confident that Christ loves him, that Christ can work through him, and that the power of Christ can save him from sin. Amen.